young people in universities. It's true. Yes, and I do not. I do not believe that if you voted for vote for someone that uh, that is uh, for abortion, you can really label yourself as a Christian. Amen. I mean, you you just you just if you're voting if you're voting this, you're done. You're done. Uh, we have gone to, uh, and and I listen to, uh, you know, I'm listening to a lot of people and and young Christians talking about things and just a skewed, a skewed idea of really what is really going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you believe in the truth now, you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, I mean folks, you, you do understand in Mar- Maryland, we are in deep trouble. Yes. Um, uh, our new governor, I have no idea what's up with him. So I, I don't know. The guy who's running Baltimore is is just a nut, and 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 it's just it's it's really and it's amazing that most of Maryland is is a is a area that would vote for good people, right. mm-hmm. except for our county in Baltimore, Montgomery, and some of Montgomery. It's just it just it just boggles my mind. And um, it's a sad day when a Christian is not electable. And so we've got to start. We've got to start at the uh, at the local level. Uh, school board, probably liberals a day is long. Yeah. You know. If you know anything about school boards and if you know anything about the NEA, they're anti-parent. You know, so if you want to know what your kid's getting taught, they think you're a nut. So we really have to pray and educate and uh, and trust God. God needs to change the hearts of people. Um, and if you're going to watch the news... You're going to be a depressed individual. It doesn't matter what news you watch. You can, I don't know, they got the Newsmax and all that stuff. You can watch that. You can, you're just going to get depressed. I mean, it's, it's just uh, constantly um, craziness. But God's in control, and He could come back today, and I, I, I wouldn't mind that. I vote for that. Amen. <laughs> I vote for that, and so, so I've had my rant for the day. Okay, any any praises? Anybody have any praises?
Well, on the praise God today, when I got home, I opened the door and my mother was on the floor. She fell. And I just want to praise God that she was not injured. Uh, and it took us a minute, but we were able to get her up. Um, so I just want to praise God for his protection. Uh, I want to praise God coming to church right there by Lambert's and Giant. This fool decided he was going to pull out in front of me while he was behind a truck that was waiting to turn into Lambert's and I was coming towards the light. And he decided to go around the guy and just... Nothing but the grace of God. Amen. When I tell Amen. you his headlights were in my face, like it was nothing but the grace of God that prevented that accident. Amen. Praise the Lord. <coughs> Wonderful drivers yes. here in PG County. Idiots. They're everywhere, Pastor. All right. Tim, did you have your hand up? I just, I'd like, I'd like to praise the Lord uh, for you and for this church and for, for the love that was shown towards Ian's family. I know yeah. those folks know that, that we love him and we love him. And uh, I just, I praise the Lord everything went well. Uh, even though the devil was trying to keep you from getting down there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but praise the Lord you got there. Yeah. And, and uh, eagles have wings, right? And, uh, <laughs> but but uh, I, I just, I'm very thankful for everything. I forget the lady's name. What was that lady's name? Was it Stephanie? Miss Foster. Yeah. The lady was in charge of something. Yeah, she told me. She said, I'm just going to let people talk for two minutes. I thought it was just the visitor. She told family. I mean, she was she was tough. I mean, she wasn't playing. She was sitting there. When we she sat there, she said, okay, I'm going to cut this one off. I mean, she didn't, but it was, it was certainly a different, it was certainly different, but I was telling everybody this morning that uh, the people in here that were fellowshipping afterwards and everything was just, it was really special to them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, uh, a lot of gentlemen came up to me and they enjoyed the Bible preaching. They really, they 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 really so we don't hear that anymore. I said, well, you we know where you can come to hear it if you want Amen. to hear it. But um, it's uh, yeah, it was it was. I was I was telling folks this morning. I was very. I was <coughs> proud as a preacher peacock, as at, at the things that were going. Just the people, just people were walking around and checking to see if anybody needed anything, and and and. People just really just they just were overwhelmed, and uh, they really packed their plates too. Amen. Amen. But yeah. Praise the Lord for Miss Faith. Amen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Anybody else? Yes. Uh, I just want to praise the Lord for I was going through a dry spell with his souls, and the Lord allowed me to lead someone, the gentleman, Tuesday morning. It was my patient, and his heart was messed up, almost 36 years old. So it was asking all kinds of questions, and used the opportunity to talk to him seriously about the Lord. I'm praying that he recovers. It, it, it looks bad. And uh, he, I found out where he, he asked him where he lived. He lived not too far from where I live. And 
hopefully, yeah. I can uh, hopefully get him to church. Amen. Yeah. But long it's going to take, he's going to it's a long recovery from him. 36. Yeah, yeah. so I'm actually praying for him doing my prayer time. Amen, Dad. Well, he does have a new heart. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You were serious though. You were really, really serious. I would really appreciate it. That's good. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Blade? Yeah, I was Sunday morning I always tell my wife, I wonder I wonder who'll be at church Sunday. You never know who's going to walk through those doors. Right. You never know. Eric and Brent were here today. Amen. Some of them have been here for a while, but we knew them when they were very, yep. very young yes. teenagers. And God works through all situations. That's all I can say. Well, they told me, they told me that they were going to come. And, um, you know, I told all the all that group, there, you know, the group that gave the special gift. I told them, I said, "We're right here. We haven't gone any place." And Brent was sharing with me how the church he was going to. The preacher told him that you have to be baptized to get to heaven. He went. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, knows about it. he does, and uh, those two little cute little boys that. Eric had with him. They might come to master clubs. Amen. But um, uh, you know we're going to be here, and people can come back. New people can come, and uh, we just need to keep praying and keep telling. And you don't you don't know who's going to walk through that door. And uh, Anthony was going to come, but he sent me a text. He's really struggling. And, um, you know, I told him, I said, well, you can struggle here. Just Amen. Struggle, hurt at the church. Amen. And, you know, mourn at the church. So, anyhow, anybody else? Thank you. Yeah, um, yes. Something that's been bothering me. Uh, the Master Club kids are inside the church over there. We're talking to them. Parents are in the updated apartment. I need to hear preaching. I don't understand that. Well, it, it really been bothering me. That's why I have to, you know, let it out a little bit. I almost want to relax when I come and sit down in here. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. Yeah, well, that's how understand. that's how it is with a lot of them. Yeah. And um, to a lot of people, this the club's ministry is a time to go shop or time to chill <laughs> or get away from the kids. And we've had some come in when grandmother came in, yeah. but they're they're wel they're welcome to come in. Right. We'd love for them to come in. And uh, I'm concerned that we, our master club's kids are not here on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And we can't really disciple them. And I've shared my concern. And uh, with the teenagers too, Chris and Bethany are trying to work on, on, on the teens to get here. But um, people don't go to church. And parents don't go to church. And if parents don't go to church, kids aren't going to go to church. Right. And the kids that come on Wednesday night, they go to other churches on Sunday. They're aerobic churches. 
Yeah, yeah, it's true. They do their aerobics and yeah. running around. Shake it up, baby. <laughs> in Jesus' name. But uh, so you know what I'm talking about Marilyn, don't you? She's she's over there smirking, like I know what she I know I know what he's talking about. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with a little excitement in the church. You know. I mean, I've watched the Blues Brothers. But there's nothing wrong with the excitement in the church. I mean, a little people getting excited every once in a while. Amen? Amen. And, uh, but, yeah, um, I've told you what Pam said. I don't, I don't beg Christians to come to church. But people, but you invite folks and encourage people. And these young people... These young people, Bethany and Chris, shared with me, you know, he said they were okay for a little while. Now they've got things, and they've put them before God. Sports and all kinds of stuff. And their parents let them do that. So it's a tug. But they're soft hearts. They have soft hearts. They have questions. And um, every time they're here, they're not going to forget what we tell them. They're not going to forget the scripture. But sure would like to see them in church on Sunday and, you know, being faithful. And um, so, anybody else have a praise? Yes. I just want to thank the church. Well, the praises that Mark's mom um, is off the ventilator and... uh, she is, um, she's not sedated. They don't have her sedated. But I think I just want to praise, you know, God um, for um, just raising her up. And uh, I want to thank God for, you know, just allowing me to be in a church that uh, prays. Amen. And uh, so I just want to thank you all as, you know, well as Mark, you know, thank you all for your prayers. And it's just, I guess, you know, Mark, I guess it was last weekend, and he wanted to get a white shirt. So it's like, you know, it's like, well, if, you know, mom dies, if she passes away. So that gave me an opportunity to just talk to him about faith in God. Amen. Amen. You know, just because, you know, not going by what you see and the circumstances, but you just continue to pray and trust God for her healing. So that was, you know, I think, <laughs> you know, because he was, you know, and I'm like, I, I thought he was going to buy the shirt for, you know, the homegoing service for Ian. You know, but it was like, when he told me, I, I'm like, you know. But um, it's just, uh, and then the other thing which I hadn't mentioned to the church was his brother, his the younger, the youngest one, and we had, I had been praying and asking God that he would visit his mom, you know, because him and Mark grew up together, and then Mark's other siblings grew up with their mom, so, um, but there was some contention between the oldest brother and the youngest, they hadn't spoken, but the oldest brother was just so upset that he didn't visit the mom, like when we all found out about it. 
situation. And I just, and Martha was upset, and I said, you know, we just pray. You know, we just pray that, you know, because in my heart, I knew that God was going to work it out. Right. So he called us yesterday and said, guess where I am? And you know, he was at the hospital with me. So Amen. I just thank the Lord, you know, for that. Amen. Anybody else? Going once. All right, we're looking at prayer killers in the Bible. Our text verse is, is James 5.16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent right, uh, man, uh, uh, prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. Uh, the word of God and prayer are the umbilical cord for the Christian life. That's our connection. Satan hates prayer. The most destructive tactics of Satan is to try to destroy our or distract us from our prayer life. And there are ten prayer killers. Can anybody remember the first prayer killer? Unconfessed sin. The second one was Lack of faith. The third was disobedience. The fourth was lack of humility. And the fifth one was unforgiveness. Now, I want to, I want to look at five more tonight. And listen, make a, make, a, make a checklist with these. Make a checklist. Let's be effective prayer warriors. Let's be able to reach heaven on a regular basis. Amen? Amen. Now let's look at let's look at some uh, five more. Number six, James chapter four and verse three says, "Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts." Now what that verse is talking about is the the sixth prayer killer is wrong motives. Wrong motives. It's important that we have the right motive when we pray. When I was a kid, I, I said, "Dear Lord, give me a bike and hurry up." <laughs> You know, I, I don't think that was the right motive. And, I, you know, it was what I wanted, when I wanted, how I wanted. And uh, the, the Bible says in, in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And in prayer is a place that we should have the right heart and the right motives. Make no mistake. God looks in your heart and he knows your motives. He knows what your personal agenda is. You can't, you can't, you can't scam God. It just doesn't work. Uh, Matthew chapter 26 and verse 39 and 42. I, this is, 39 is one of the uh, one verses I, I really, one of my favorite verses about prayer. But it says, and he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Now, sometimes we go to the Lord to pray. I, I, I can't tell you I know what I'm praying is exactly 100% according to his will. Right? Right? When When we were praying for... For Colin's mother, Colin's mom was sick. I mean, it was every other weekend. 
right? A run to the hospital. She fell. And, and, and all every one of those times involved people praying. Now, what do you pray? How do, you, do, we, do we know exactly what to pray? In those situations, one thing I know to pray is pray for the family as they go back and forth for God's safety and for, for strength. But we don't know if, if, it, if, it, if it's God's time. Are you with me? Yes. Or not God's time. And I've heard people pray for healing. I mean, just go. I mean, just... I mean, you almost think it's going to be an episode like Peter and Dorcas or, or Elisha and the, and the little lad, and you think they're going to lay down, get in a room with them, and, and, do the, and you think, what, what, you know? But it's, it's really, it's God's will. It's hard, to watch, it's hard to watch your loved one suffer. Are you, are you understanding me? It's hard to watch them suffer when they know they're suffering. And so we don't know what to pray. Right? Uh, there's, there's been situations where we have prayer requests for certain things. And, and you hear somebody ask a prayer request for something. And you know, according to the Bible, what they're thinking, what they're praying, is probably not good. I've heard some crazy prayer requests in my years. Well, how do you pray? Dear Lord, straighten them out. Dear Lord, help this. Huh? How, how do you pray? And, and so it's important that we have, if that we have the right motives, but but it's important that we preface what we say. God, if it be your will. He went again, verse 42 says, again the second time and prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. He said... He said, "We must. We must understand that 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 he he was teaching us that we must understand that it's God's will that we're praying for. We don't completely understand, and that's why we have the Holy Spirit to help us when we pray. Amen. What's your motive in praying? Right? What's your motive? How, how do you pray, and what's your motive? Make sure you We need to. That's a prayer killer." Our motives, our heart needs to be in the right place. Yes. Okay? Now, let me, let me give you prayer killer number seven. Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 1 through 3. Ezekiel 14, 1 through 3. says this, Then came certain of the elders of Israel unto me and sat before me. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their heart, and put a stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should should I be inquired of 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 at all by them? What what's what what's God saying to Ezekiel? He's saying, he said, what what are they doing? They're the elders of my chosen people, and they've set up idols in their where 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 they set up idols in their heart. Now, let me say something. Get this, Christian. An idol is anything or anyone that we put before God. It can be a hobby. You know, I've met a lot of people. 
that do a lot of crazy things, and they and they and they 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 they're trying to sink them into godly things. It's, it doesn't work. Exactly. What 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 do you put before God? Right. Now Darian knows this. Last week, this preacher got on. This guy's a pretty popular preacher, and he got on on social media. And he said, I thank God that this church was at 500, now it's at 600. Or he didn't say thank God. He said, oh, he thanked God for the, he said, thank you for the old pants, nothing about God. Nothing about God. Mm. Well, this young man that I know, and is near and dear to my heart, named Patrick Lee Creed III, got on there and say, said, sir, I didn't see anything in there about God. Right. Mm-hmm. Amen, Pastor. But that's what that's what the hierarchy, so so called, of the independent circles is putting. And if that's being independent, I'm sorry, and fundamental, I, I'm 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 looking for another name to come under. Amen. That's Amen. Right. Good. Yep. You understand? And these guys are saying, well, the old past, this, that, and the other, and this, that, you know, and uh, it's it's like the old boy circuit, and and it's all about. It's all about numbers, not about God. Exactly. Let me let me just say something. God in this church, I've been here for 16 years. God's done some, performed some miracles in this place. Amen. God's done some great things. You know, I, I Arnold, I think Arnold never thought we paid a billion off. Right? <laughs> Is it figuring it out? And, and and you know, but but listen. What what's it's it's amazing that we we as as Bible believers take that's 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 exactly what and I I I it was a couple Wednesday nights ago I talked about the ark mm-hmm. and the children of Israel said if we just get the ark we oh, can yeah, be, yeah. beat them Amen right. Yep Symbolic Christians Yeah Yeah That's that's what what are we what are we latching on to Do you understand what are we latching on to? Are you with me? Amen. Talk Amen. to me. Amen. Uh, I'm not asking if you agree. I'm just saying, are you on the same page? you understand where we're going? Because, because there are things. You know, I know, I know, I, I know, I know pre, I, I, people in churches and things, they're, they're, you know, they don't care anything about God, but they care about their little group or their little committee or their vote. Where's that, where, what's that? What's that? What's that all about? Anything you put between between God and you is an idol, Amen. Yes. and that kills our prayers. It's important. Uh, like this is this is this is an issue of the heart. God didn't say you made made a, a golden calf. He said he said there he set up idols in their heart and put a stumbling block of their iniquities before their face. In other words, he's he's they're, 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 they're a stumbling block. They're not walking according to my will, he's saying. Because they're focusing on something. So prayer killer number seven, idols in our lives. There's there's another one. Psalm thirty three and verse thirteen. It says, The Lord looketh from heaven. 
he beholdeth all the sons of men. You know, God loves everybody. Do you know that? I don't know if you know if you heard on the news out in Colorado Springs in an LBGQ whatever club, um, somebody shot and killed five people. Now, whether they were whatever they were, they were souls. If you couldn't find it in your heart to pray for those people and for God to do something and make Himself known to them then there's something wrong with you. Prayer killer uh, number uh, um, eight is disregard for others. A disregard for others. When we went up to the funeral for Antoinette's mother, we were out with, uh, what was the name of the couple? Sharita, Jason, the Meads. The Meads met us at in Manhattan and took us to a um, was it Japanese or Chinese? One of those. One of the E's. And um, uh, <laughs> it took us out to dinner. They wanted to buy us dinner. You know what I said? Okay. And uh, so so, um, so uh, we're walking down the street and there's this big pile of clothes and Pam's looking down and a foot jumps out and she about jumped up on me <laughs> and there's a person on sleeping on the street under a bunch in Manhattan mm-hmm. you know that, that's that, that, that's bothersome yeah. mm-hmm. we must realize that God's love and perspective is global as far as love God is a globalist and we, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. I was talking to uh, Brent on the way out today, and he said, "You know, Pastor Creed, it's important for folks to realize that that uh, that that man that stabbed that boy, whoever it was that stabbed Ian to death." needs to be saved but it, but but when when that happens if somebody hurts one of my family members it you know there's something inside you that causes for you and you really need God to you have to spend some time with God because because uh, our justice system is not a justice system and people get away with murder right and but that's not our business, according to God. And so we need to understand that. We need to understand that, that those whom we disagree and those who hurt us and try to hurt us and those who, uh, they, they need God. And we cannot have a disregard. John, for others, 13, John 13, 34, a new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. 1 Peter 3, 7, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. Give honor to the wife as unto the weaker vessel, as being heirs together of the grace of God, that your prayers be not hindered. Uh, You're not right with your wife. You're not going to get your prayers answered. That's another message. 2 Peter 3, and verse 9. 
It says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Prayer should be a breed compassion, not competition. A disregard for others. I heard, I heard a preacher of a popular church in the area, and, and they stopped going after certain people, and they said, we have a target ministry. We're going to target the affluent. Of course, he wasn't there too long. He's gone now. But, but a disregard for others will stop our prayers. A disregard for prayer, others will stop our prayers. Let me say something. Number nine, Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Uh, number, number nine, the prayer killer number nine is a disregard for the sovereignty of God. We must approach our prayer life and our prayer time in the throne of grace as, a, as, a, as we approach a sovereign God. God is in complete control of everything. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. He is before all things, and by him all things consist. That's how, the, that's how the stars stay where they are, and the, and the sun and the moon. Listen to these verses. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9 and 10. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, O Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. Uh, we, we, Romans 8, 28 is a sovereignty verse, and we know that all things work together. For good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says this, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of the law. Prayer demands that God's in charge. We don't go to God to rap with him, to chat with him. We go... We go to God because we can get results, and he can get results. Amen. Amen? That's right. Understanding God is sovereign in all things places under us, uh, uh, places us under the authority and control of a greater mind and power than ourselves. All-powerful. He's in control. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 and 9. I love the Bible, don't you? Amen. Amen. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my way, saith the Lord. You know, you know what that verse is saying? You have no idea. Amen. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You say, well, preacher, that's, that's not very encouraging. Oh, yes, it is. He is. He's my father. Through the blood of Jesus. He's great. He's the, the great God. He's sovereign. He's in control. He has it all. When, 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 I, when, I, when I go to pray, I don't say, okay, God, if you think you can handle this. Right? You know, every, every Christmas, every Christmas, 
Christmas is getting just a little bit sinful. Now, I'm not talking about the decorations and the Christmas trees and all that stuff and all the food. I love that stuff. I love it. I did. What, what, what were we watching the other night? The miracle on what? 34th Street. 34th Street. And Home Alone Trilogy. Is that, is that good stuff or not? Is it, I, mean, I mean, Home Alone is, I mean, that is the bomb. And then Elf. Santa! How many of you ever have seen Elf? I mean, that's, and, and Rudolph. And Charlie Brown Christmas and that Christmas tree. Amen. I love that. And, and all, all that. All, all that and, uh, Great Finstall Christmas. I haven't seen that one. It's good. Yeah, but do. And uh, so, 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 so all, all, all these Christmas. But then here's, here's what they do. They, they, they do this. They wait till Christmas to come out with the new video consoles. <laughs> and guess, guess who likes video consoles? Yeah. Stinking grandkids. So they're, they're coming out with a PS5. It's been out, but man. Yeah, so, 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 so Benjamin called and he said, yeah, the PS5s, they're, they're, they're buying them. and They're buying them for what they're paying for them. They're selling them for $1,500. They are. What? So you know what Grandma says? Grandma says, okay, we're, we're, out, we're out getting... I'm out enjoying my Five Guys. <laughs> oh. How many of you ever had a Five Guys hamburger? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're just good. I get a lot of stuff on them. You probably wouldn't get it on yours, but I get a lot of stuff on mine. Jalapeno peppers and onions and lettuce and mayo and mushrooms and anything that's on the list. I say, just get it on there. <laughs> Give me a fork. Those big fries, Miss Creech says, you know, GameStop's next door. We need to get this stuff before. And then we get them, and she says, let's buy some more and sell them for a lot of money. And so she, 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 she you know, this is America. Right. Buy cheap and sell. <laughs> Brent, Brent, and Brent, they called Brent. He had a Prius. He had a Prius. They called Brent two years after he bought the thing and gave him $5,000 more than what he bought it for. Wow. And sold it for $10,000 more. This was during COVID. But anyhow, back to Christmas. Christmas, I mean, it's just bad. I'm on the money thing now. Christmas is bad. Christmas is bad. And so these kids, these kids, you know, you know what? They're praying. They're praying. They're not, they don't pray. They, 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 get, they get their parents' phone and they sneak and they, they call Mimi. <laughs> Say Mimi. I hear them talk. She, they, they, they call her. They don't call me. They call her. You know why? You know why they call me me for what they want for Christmas? Because they know she'll make it happen. You remember the phone call that when Elizabeth, Aaliyah was little? You remember that? Did I tell you about? You all remember that one? Aaliyah calls. Says, says Aunt Lizzie. She says, yes, Aaliyah. She says, 
I want a cell phone for Christmas. <laughs> okay, Leah. No, she said, Aunt Lizzie, I don't want a toy cell phone. I want a big person cell phone. She said, Aaliyah, have you asked your parents? Aaliyah said, Aunt Lizzie. She said, yes, Aaliyah. Make it happen. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they know. They know. They like certain snacks for their lunches. Hey, what's that snack they call us for? Which time? The, the s'mores thing. The s'mores thing. Nutella. Nutella. Yeah. Nutella. I mean, it was a it was a Nutella thing that they can take Singles and. With a stick or something. So now they call, you know, and and we put it so they can pick it up at their Sam's Club down there. Nice. I mean, they just call. They'll call and say, "Hey, Mimi, we saw, we saw this new snack." You know, the new snacks cost a lot. You know, peanut butter jelly is, that's, that's, that's just, that's good stuff. But when we pray to God, we're not expecting him to say, we ran out. Amen. It's not, it, it, there's no more, it's out, of, it's out of print or it's out of production. When we go to God, we know we're going to the one that can take care of it. Amen? Amen. Now I've beat this point to death. Let's move on. Number 10. Number 10. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 2. Prayer killers. Unconfessed sin. Lack of faith. Disobedience. Lack of humility. Unforgiveness. Idols in our lives. Disregard for others. Disregard for the sovereignty of God. And last of all, 1 Peter 3 and verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. And his ears are open unto their prayers, but the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Mm-hmm. An unsurrendered will. We need to stop playing Christian. We need to stop trying to do just enough so people will think we're spiritual. God needs to have our will. When you're raising your children, you have to get them to understand that you need to have their will without breaking their spirit. And that's 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 that takes prayer and and and, and a lot of working with God to, to to raise your children right. But you never want to break their spirit, but you need to break their will. Break their will. At this friend down down in down down in Eastern Shore, and um, he's got horses, and he he said that horse this horse down there he said you see that horse down there he said yeah he said he's an idiot. <laughs> I said whose horse is it? He said it's mine. I said well usually they say your animal is a reflection of you. <laughs> and he said very funny. He said, I had some people down here and I let somebody ride that horse. And, 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 and I started looking at him and his lip was drooping down. So I said to the lady, I think his saddle was a little loose. Let me, let me tighten the saddle. You get on my, take my horse and ride my horse. 
So she got off the horse and got on the other horse. As soon as she got off the horse and got on the other horse, he started throwing himself down on the ground and everything. And, and so he told him, go ahead and ride ahead. I'll be with you in a minute. And, 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 and he, I said, what'd you do? He said, I picked up a stick and beat. I can't tell you what he said, but I beat him <laughs> and got his attention. And he said, you know what the problem was? You know why his lip was hanging down? Because he wasn't out front. He said, they're just like kids. He said, I can take you a ho- that horse over there, and you can, get, you can get your zipper on your coat, and he'll put it in his mouth, and he'll zip it down and zip it up, and zip it down and zip it down. He said, they're just like kids. They're just like big kids. He said, they are big. They are, and he said, you have to get their attention. You just have to take a stick and hit them right between the eyes sometime, and, and you get their attention, and they're good. You know, that's the way we are sometimes. What, what does God have to do to get your will? What does God have to do to get our attention? Listen, listen uh, Romans 12, 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, she you present your bodies living in sacrifice. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17, see that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools. The ultimate purpose of prayer is not to get what we want, but to learn to want what God gives us. Let me say that again. Will you get that? The ultimate purpose of prayer is not to get what we want, but, but to learn to want what God gives us. Amen. When our will is surrendered to God, we enjoy our relationship as, as we read in John chapter 15, the vine and the branch. Mm-hmm. The connectivity. I am the vine. And my father is the husband, and every branch that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. He says, there abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit except uh, of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. We've got to get on, we must get on the same page with God. His will. Amen. If your will is not surrendered to him, I really, I really think this is. I think this is the big problem. This is this is a universal problem in Christians. Is is we do not want the will of God in our lives. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because because a lot of people say, well, you know, that's the preacher. He should be completely hundred percent. But you know, I'm a member. I don't have to be that 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 fanatical about it. Don't get quiet on me now. Amen. I'm not talking about preference. I'm talking about biblical principle. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about what God says in his Bible. I should follow that. Amen. And I should get to the place that I enjoy that. And I should get to the place that I want that. I, I, should, get, I should come to the place in my heart that I, that I yearn for that. Yes. Yes, brother. See. Ten... Things that kill prayer. I hope you'll list them. Prayer demands a relationship with God. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior, you have an open line to the throne of grace. Why, listen to me, why would we cut that off?
Now, I, I got to tell you something. I'm not a walk on eggshell Christian. You understand me? I'm not, the, I'm not the kind of Christian that enjoys being around people, Christians that are prickly. You know what I'm saying? They're always picking on you. Right. Yeah. Or they're always picking at somebody or what you're not doing or this, that, and the other. Yeah. And, they're, yes. and they're taking care of everybody but themselves. Exactly. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about us, us, us understanding God needs us to the place that we can pray. And I don't care at what level. Where where in the world did we get get off thinking that because a Christian is not mature as us, that they can't get from God what we can get? Are we better than them? I don't think so. As a matter of fact, I think some of these kids out in master clubs have a little bit deeper thinking spiritually than some adults. Because it's simple to them. It's simple to them. When you pray, we shouldn't wonder, is God honoring my prayer? Am I getting through? When you pray for your church, you need to get through. When you pray for your pastor, you need to get through. When you pray for your kids, you need to get through. When you pray for your family, you need to get through. Yes. When we pray for our nation, we need to get through to God. Amen? Amen? Let's bow our heads. Father, thank you for prayer. Thank you for the opportunity to pray. Thank you that you do hear and answer prayer. And uh, we have so many requests, Lord. Help us to realize our need to be connected. Not just in salvation, but in our sanctification, wanting your will and following these things we've learned from your word. I bless as we do business with you in Jesus' name. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. If God spoke to your heart, you want to get alone with him? You got any prayer killers in your life? They need to go. They need to go. Let me have a couple ushers and let's give. God, if you have an offering, give. Be faithful. Lord, bless the gift and the giver. According to thy will, in Jesus' name, amen. Did everybody get a, uh, anybody didn't get a, a track wallet? Did y'all get one for Walter? They didn't even have, invite me out for dinner. They waited until... I was on call. They just threw you under the bus? Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, I'd have a family meeting with them. Take them out to the woodshed. Is that good enough?
Everybody have one? Tim, did you get one? Dawn did get you one? Yeah. <laughs> My soul, Dawn. Why didn't you get one? You were sitting here. Were you in the nursery? Were you out somewhere in outer space? Never mind. Never mind. It's just Mona. Okay? Fill it, fill it up with those tracks. Are you okay, Chris? Yes. Chris is peeking out the door. I'm thinking, what's he bring? And uh, so we're going to receive some love offerings. And uh, these, these are for you to take tracks out. And don't fill them up and keep them in there like that, like credit cards or whatever. It's, it's you pass them out. Amen? Amen. Pass them out. Jim was getting some, and he said, Donna, Donna, Donna had one. She was loading it up. He said, she passes out tracks, and he said, she's sneaky. So, uh, anyhow, pass them out. They're the gospel. Amen? They got the gospel on them. Amen? Let's stand to be dismissed. Good to see everybody. Praying for you this week. Now we'll have church on Tuesday night. Pray you have a good get-together with your family on Thursday. And uh, whatever you eat, have something at home or if you go to Cracker Barrel. Of course, Cracker Barrel's changing. They started, started, they took away lima beans. What else did they take away, Pam? The good fish. The good fish. She she likes fish. That's terrible. Haddock. Haddock. They used to have a piece of haddock column over there across the wall at Cracker Barrel. It was that long. I don't know. Well, they they stopped serving that. Now they're serving alcohol. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. But anyhow, wherever you go for Thanksgiving, enjoy the time. Anybody got some, you got you all got some extra days off this week? Yes. What do you got? Tuesday we're done. Colin, that's the first day, man. You said in a long time. <laughs> what, what, what was that? What is that one? How many days you got? Three. So Tuesday's our last day. Wow. And Pretty cool. Amen. Cool. Amen. Amen. Six Saturdays and one Sunday. Arnold has always has something wise to say, doesn't he? Weisenheimer. Um, okay, listen, listen, we're praying for you. And um, be here. Now don't forget we have what the fourth of fourth of December, we have our Evangelistic Outreach, mm-hmm. Team Faith. And we're doing it at 3.30, early, mm-hmm. because it gets dark. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take your nap real quick. Well just stay here. Get your nap in. <laughs> Do like Chris, lay in the back, back row and sleep. Yeah, uh, but uh, but uh, let's have a good week. Good to see you tonight. Let, hey, let's keep our prayer lines open. If just this group... Here reaches heaven, God can change some things. Amen. He really can. In the lives, in our lives, and in the lives of our family, in the lives of our church. Amen. Amen. Brother Sam, close for us, would you? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight.
Amen.